This is CMF Radio, live from London. Hi everyone, I hope you are well today. It's a sunny day here in London and we are together for a new live show, um, a new program that will be a bi-weekly uh, program with Stuart McLaren. Are you there, Stuart? Yeah, I'm all here, Fred. Perfect. Nice start. Good start. So we're together for one hour to uh, talk about uh, Synthwave. So, uh, which is a music genre that uh, we both love, and uh, you're more a specialist than I am in synthwave, so that would be the purpose of your presence here. Um, and we will listen also to, um, to a bunch of songs, to seven songs that you uh, playlisted. Uh, uh, I think that uh, there's at least one artist in the playlist from your label, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there is. There is. Um, yeah, no. Thanks. Thanks for having me on the guest um, as a guest in your show, Fred. I think the last time we saw uh, one another was at the um, amazing live stream you did for for Outland at um, the Dana Jean Phoenix gig at Underbelly last April eighteenth. So it's been yeah, a while. It's been it's been more than, than a year actually, and that, that's yeah. funny because many of the people that uh, uh, that are now co-hosting shows, I, I did live streams with them. That's uh, how we 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 had I would say the, the ball <laughs> starting with, between between ourselves, and uh, um, yeah, we had Tony O'Malley yesterday. I did a co-commo show with him, uh, and and also among the artists that I added to the the favorite uh, artist list. Uh, we started, I think, with uh, Nina, uh, that we also did together in uh, for a live stream at the Half Moon in Putney. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a great show. It was Nina and Nights. Um, and yeah, some of the best live streams that I've seen out there. It was almost like Top of the Pops. <laughs> that, that was a very nice show. And I don't know whether you, you noticed on, on YouTube that... Uh, um, a latest uh, single, which was also live streamed in your event uh, at the Half Moon, uh, has become quite popular. Uh, so that that uh, that recording that we did together at the Half Moon, so it's it's a proof wow. that, that it was a that, that was a good one. I, I love the artist uh, also, uh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we would talk about synthwave. Uh, we, we we could start maybe with a brief uh, introduction and, and a brief uh, yeah. definition of uh, of what is synthwave. Well, it's, number one, it's a, it's a genre of the electronic music that was pretty much influenced by 1980s films, soundtracks, and video games. So um, the genre actually developed from various niche communities um, on the internet during the mid-2000s. So we're talking MySpace, um, really. And it kind of reached a wider popularity in the 2010s thanks to kind of films like Drive um, with Ryan Gosling. Um, it's basically, you know, it's not only a music genre, it's a, it's a kind of an ethos that encapsulates and engages in retrofuturism, kind of emulating 1980 science fiction, action and horror media. And, and it's also sometimes compared to, to cyberpunk as well. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's not only the music, it's also the imagery, the artwork, uh, everything, the universe. Yeah, absolutely. And you see a lot of um, the imagery and aesthetic pro being propagated in mainstream at the moment. So... Um, music videos by the Black Eyed Peas uh, containing these these gridded um, mountainscapes and digital palm trees, you know, um, the old uh, sun, the stylized um, sunset going down, which is pretty much an 80s um, T-shirt um, kind of symbol that was around then. But it's kind of been propagated into synthwave and then the mainstream's kind of propagated in, into other bits and, and pieces. Is it a genre um, that, that, that's growing in popularity? Is it uh, something yeah, that, that's I, I, increasing? Uh, I, 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 think we, I think we're definitely seeing that. We're seeing increased streams across the board, uh, Spotify streams. Um, we're also, as I as I've hinted earlier, we're seeing a lot of mainstream propagate the, the sound and the ethos. I mean, you've got to look at... And act like um, the weekend and blinding yeah, lights. That, that's what um, I read on, on on Wikipedia, and I was talking with my wife, with Elise, uh, just before the show, and I said, "Oh, actually, blinding light seems to be considered as a synthwave song." Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I would like to see the weekend actually say himself that, "Hey, man, this is a synthwave song." But um, uh, there's no doubt that um, there is some some borrowing over there from 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 that from that sound, and it's nothing new. Look. Uh, Muse, the rock band, um, did it with their latest album, Simulation Theory, 
And um, and then even Taylor Swift, back in 2011 or 2013, she had a song which came out which sounded like it came off Nina's latest album type of thing. So so it's been going on for a while. Um, it, it's just that the term synthwave and retrowave hasn't been used as much. Um, and I think that's where we, we're trying to trying to ensure that that term gets out there a little bit more. Mm. And so you, you have two main activities in Synthwave. You have a, a label, which is a, a, a new activity, I would say a recent one, and, uh, and the historical one, which is um, uh, an event promotion company. Yeah, it started out with the event promotion. Um, an old school friend of mine, uh, Brett Simpson, came out here um, you know, five, six years ago. Um, when he'd been out to, to England before that. But anyway, um, we'd all listen to the Drive movie soundtrack, which I'll get onto a little bit later on. Um, and then he introduced me to some new synthwave. He said, hey, man, this is synthwave. And I said, oh, but that sounds like the Drive movie soundtrack. That sounds like M83. He said, well, this is synthwave. And he played me some Gunship, which you'll hear a bit later on as well. And we, we had nowhere to go and see this stuff performed live. So um, with my background in music promotion, we pretty much... Um, Uh, hatched a, a plan and Outland Synthwave Events was born and we did our first our first one in uh, 2017. And what um, brought you to, to creating a label? Well, we needed to get behind more content. So our ethos from the very beginning was to try and get this amazing music genre, electronic music genre, out to more than just um, the niche environment which created it um, and get it out to the people out there. But there's, you know, when you're running events, There's only so much you can do to get the music out um, um, and onto uh, newspapers, into mainstream PR and things like that. So if you have a label, you can actually get behind content which has a longer shelf life. Um, and that's what we've been doing with the label is really just supporting artists that um, we really enjoy um, and, um, and pushing it out and getting the PR behind that as well. And, and hopefully it all works out and everybody knows about Synthwave. And at some point in time. How many, acts to, uh, how many acts have you signed so far on the label? Uh, we've got six acts at the moment. Um, it started off with New Arcades, London Band. We went to Morgan Willis, um, a very popular French synthwave artist. We've got Dana Jean Phoenix, um, who you know um, and who you've done a live stream for. She's from Canada. Um, yeah, Lost Outrider, a new UK act, Polychrome which um, sound very much like Electric Youth, M83, Gold Frappy, um, so, and Taurus1984 from Wales. So, yeah, it's, it's quite a, a broad spectrum of music. It's synthwave is becoming very difficult to define because you've got synth pop acts um, passing themselves as synthwave. You've got these dark synth metal acts passing themselves off as synthwave. Um, and then you've got retro pop-backs in between. So um, you, you've got to really know your stuff if you're going to uh, label, a, label an act as synthwave, I guess. But, but there's always this uh, electronic uh, synthesizer component at some point in the song, or, or can it be also a, a full-on a full guitar song that you would uh, label, well, I would say, synthwave? Well, uh, you know, Polychrome's new single coming out um, starts with a Kiss features um, a roaring guitar solo from um, Bjorn Agrin from, from Razorlight. So, so there's that. Um, but ultimately, the music contains synthesizers. A lot of these artists use, um, you know, kind of um, uh, vintage, as we call it, 80s synths. Um, but then, obviously, um, you know, their VST plugins and things on their DAWs, they'd be using uh, vintage synth plugins there as well. So, and, and it's all emulating 80s style synth, you know, from John Carpenter horror movies and, uh, you know, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen that Behringer uh, just started to, uh, to release a, a range of uh, emulators, uh, hardware uh, Uh, synthesizers emulating 80s uh, vintage synthesizers which is which proves also that uh, young musicians are, are just looking for this type of hardware to produce music yeah no absolutely and and i think that you know there's a lot of young people are into or younger people are into the weekend and they're going to start asking questions how you got those sounds and you know i bet they were from some vintage um, drum machines and you know lind drums and 
and uh, and synths. So yeah. So let's move to the the first song for today. It's a, it's a real hero by uh, Electric Youth and College. Could you introduce us to to the song? Yeah, yeah. So well, it's it it comes off. It's the the movie soundtrack, uh, the music soundtrack to Drive. Um, and Drive is a movie, two thousand eight, a two thousand eleven movie featuring Ryan Gosling and Carey Mulligan. It was directed by uh, Danish filmmaker Nicholas Wanning Refn, which tells the story of an unnamed Hollywood stunt driver who moonlights as a getaway driver in his kind of Chevy Impala getaway car. So basically what happened was is that the director chose Johnny Jewell of Desire and Chromatics, um, Canadian uh, electronic musicians, to score the film. Um, he wanted a kind of electronic music um, vibe and for it to be slightly abstract, So, Desires, Under the under Your Spell and Chromatics, TikTok appears on this soundtrack, but um, ultimately it's the union of Canadian Act Electric Youth and French Valerie Collective Synth Artist College with their track A Real Hero, which I think resonates with most people and which is a, a full-on gateway to this um, synth scene. You know, in fact, Valerie Collective is um, the start of synthwave, some may say. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So let's have a listen to A Real Hero. It's a, it's a great track. Let's do this and we'll be back with Stu McLaren uh, in a moment for, uh, for the interview and the introduction of the other songs.
That's a great start for our bi-weekly radio show, The Outland Radio Show with Stuart McLaren. This was A Real Hero by Electric Youth and College from the movie Drive. And, uh, and you had a few uh, extra info to give us about the movie, uh, also introducing the next song, actually. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, I think the drive, um, it was you know, 2011. Uh, um, I'm not 100% sure whether the term synthwave was even derived then, but ultimately a lot of people were, were totally enamored with this soundtrack and this new electronic kind of style with a kind of an 80s uh, tinge to it, you know. So um, it, you know, how, about, how it came about was, um, as I was saying, that you know, Refn chose Johnny Jewell and Desire of Chromatics to score the film, but... At the last minute, um, they then hired studio, um, or studio hired, that the studio hired the composer uh, Cliff Martinez, who's now gone on to do soundtracks for a great many other films, um, and to imitate the style and feel of Jules' bands, Chromatics and Glass Candy, resulting in a kind of a retro 80s synthesizer Europop. Um, but then branching off from that, um, the editor of the film, Matt Newman, then suggested Drive's opening credits of the song Be Nightcall by Kavinsky. And that actually came about through, um, I think, through the urging of, of Ryan Gosling himself, because he later gave a promotional interview to an Australian newspaper. And I quote here, I'm just going to read this off. I was listening to Glass Candy and Nick was listening to Kavinsky and Matt was listening to like FM Attack. Gosling says, all this sort of dark disco, this hyper-romantic electronic music with this menacing undertone. So we were just aligned on a lot of levels. So I guess, you know, they were all listening to this kind of French touch, French house, um, the Valerie Collective stuff, which kind of included Electric Youth at the same time. Um, and so we go to Kavinsky. Um, and some argue that, I guess, Synthwave generally evolved from French house and French touch. And it's true that the pioneers of the sound were the Valerie Collective out of Nantes in France. But Kavinsky is a kind of a slightly outside character, I think. Um, and it's actually made by Vincent Belogi. Mm -hmm. um, and he defines himself as having a striking resemblance to himself, or Kavinsky. But the backstory does not follow anything in Belogi's history. Kavinsky's story is that after crashing his Testarossa in 1986 <laughs> and he reappeared as a zombie in 2006 to make his own electronic music and thus this is Kavinsky. Um, it's one of the most um, streamed uh, synthwave songs out there um, and it's by all means um, an absolute gateway song to the genre as well. Okay, let's listen to uh, Night Call by Kavinsky also from uh, the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling in 2011. Thank you. 
This was Night Call by Kavinsky, an iconic uh, synthwave track. And, and to be honest, uh, I haven't seen the movie Drive uh, myself, but my wife did. And this song, uh, Night Call by Kavinsky, was part of the playlist that she selected for her birthday um, a few weeks ago when, when, I, when I did a show on the radio for her birthday. She, she chose all the songs and this song was in the playlist. <laughs> so that's a, that's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think um, I think there's a few songs on the soundtrack which has the wife appeal, you know. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to ask you um, a question about, uh, I would say, the, the, the nostalgic uh, angle of Synthwave. Are most people listening to Synthwave nostalgic? Um, I think so. I, I think that's, you know, the, the, the average demographic is from you know 25 years old up to 45, 50 years old of people listening to this stuff. Um, I think that artists, certain artists, are trying to be careful not to label themselves with synthwave, um, and we can understand why. You know, when you release, when you're a new artist, you want to release music, um, you want to release to the ultimate viral market, which are the students. Um, if you're seen as releasing something that has an encapsulating um, term like synthwave, which could be perceived as an 80s thing, mm-hmm. um, you're kind of alienating that ultimate viral market with your students because uh, maybe students are going to think it's for, for their parents to listen to or something. But yeah. ultimately, uh, synthwave isn't only about the 80s. Um, it may use 80s elements, I think, in, you know, in, in the derivation of the music and in, in the creation of the music. But um, it, it's always got a foot into the deep dark future as well um, um the cyberpunk ethos of synthwave so it's a whole world that is mixed 80s right into the future i think that's why uh, it's crazy it's it's why um back to the future movie and deloreans i think resonate with this whole scene quite a bit yeah, yeah so yeah it's it's funny that it's nostalgic but as you said uh, connected to to movies and a universe which is very futuristic so that that's the I would say the two feet of synthwave in a way. Yeah, I mean, look, and what we're talking about here actually brings us very neatly um, into our next track. Um, the music video, which kind of shows a, um, a, a dystopian future, um, you know, where the, the protagonist kind of, he disappears into his TV while watching a VHS tape. And then... Um, He's got to try and save his love using old VHS tapes and a little bit of magic. Um, but it's all in, you know, in a dystopian future and uh, created with this type of claymation animation. Mm. Now, Fred, this, this band, um, this is the one which kind of really sold me on the whole synthwave scene. And this is the one which Brett introduced the term synthwave to me too. Um, you know, around about 2015 when this album came out. It's by the UK act, um, Synth Wave Act Gunship. Mm-hmm. Um, the two guys, um, Dan and Alex, Dan Hay and Alex Westaway, and there's another Alex in there as well, I think. Um, they're actually, the Gunship was actually formed by members of the, of the British rock band Fightstar. Mm-hmm. Um, they had also had their ear on this whole new kind of electronic 80s synth scene. Um, and they're first self-titled album um, is an opus. It's absolutely amazing. And this song, Tech Noir, um, kind of um, epitomizes the whole thing that Synthwave Edge is, which is 80s, 80s, one foot in the 80s, one foot in dystopian future, synths. I mean, it's also, it's even got a, uh, the, 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 the the introduction as such um, has a spoken word by John Carpenter who is the 80s horror director and composer. So it's an absolutely fantastic song. And, and uh, definitely another gateway song for anybody who's into Synthwave. And from what I can see, your logo was uh, maybe inspired by the cover of, uh, of the single of the, of the record. Uh, it's the same sun, uh, I mean, the sun we see in a lot of Synthwave uh, artwork, but was it specifically that band or that act which uh, inspired you, uh, visually speaking? Well, well, our logo is an inverted triangle with um, with two with two palm trees, um, but it's got those horizontal sun, um, you know, type of uh, type of effect. Now, the sun itself um, that appears on their album, um, and who designed that album was a, a man by the name of James White, aka Signal Noise. He's um, literally. Uh, regarded as the godfather of synthwave art and aesthetic. And, um, 
He also did the album cover for FM84's Atlas, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, and it includes the same retro sun. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, what has happened over the, the past few years is people coming into Synthwave, they're designing their own retro suns um, to, to, you know, to, to denote that the music that they're creating is Synthwave. But ultimately, yeah, in terms of artwork, you're talking about artwork, Signal Noise is, is the guy who, um, who kicked it all off there. So we'll listen yeah. to, uh, to this song uh, by Gunstrip, Tech Noir, and we will be back for a few more songs and, and also uh, some music from, uh, from your label later on. I feel alive 
Another amazing song chosen by uh, Stuart McLaren hosting this show for you today about Synthwave. Uh, this is the song which uh, introduced you to the genre, you told me. Uh, I mean, the, the band at least, which introduced you to the genre. Yes, absolutely. Um, when, when there was a name for the genre, you know, I think when we were going through the, through the soundtrack of Drive and when people listened to the soundtrack of Drive in 2011, nobody knew that this is potentially called synthwave or retrowave or, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that the, the, the genre name was, was uh, in place by the time uh, Technoir came out in 2015. And the next artist we will play, uh, you were about to promote uh, a show just before it was uh, it was cancelled due to the current lockdown. It's uh, Ollie Rye that we also know from uh, FM84. Uh, um, and the show, at the moment at least, uh, has been postponed to uh, late August, uh, if I'm right. Yeah, correct. Uh, there's two shows. There's one in Glasgow, there's one in London. In fact, the Glasgow one was postponed from November to April and then again from both of them from April now to, to August. End of August, we're still three months out. Um, as At the moment, they're all still going ahead, but we're stuck in a, a difficult position in that um, we can't really promote them and we can't put a lot of PR behind them because um, you don't want to come as, across as being distasteful, I think, you know, to, to the fans. But we, you know, we're monitoring the situation. Um, you know, if it, if it does get postponed and we have to postpone, it'll probably happen next year. And how was coincide. the? Sorry. You know, I, I just wanted to ask you: How was the the sale going before it was uh, postponed? Or was it almost full already at, at Lafayette? No, it's it's going well. Three quarters, uh, three quarters sold out at Lafayette. So we've only got a little way to go, but obviously things have um, tabled off a little bit um, at the moment. Um, And I think that, you know, uh, it'll be what, what will be, you know, um, his show that he did in April in, in, in London was, um, was mind-bogglingly good. Um, and that was at a 200-cap venue. Lafayette is an absolutely amazing venue. Um, for the moment, their doors are closed, obviously, but we've, we've just got to see. I, I think most of the, most of the events, um, the venues and, and certainly the agents are working on a, on a rolling basis cancellation and postponements if it should get to that. And am, am I right that uh, the support act uh, for, for the one which has been postponed now to uh, late August was meant to be uh, Nina? Yes, it is still, it is still Nina. Um, she's a fantastic artist. Yeah, that, that's, why, um, that's why I bought the ticket for, <laughs> for Ollie's show <laughs> because I didn't know Ollie right at all. Uh, I'm, I'm like totally yeah. new, a newbie to the, to the synthwave uh, movement and synthwave genre. But wh when I saw... Uh, Uh, that she had uh, a new uh, a new concert in London supporting Ollie Wright. I bought a ticket for for the gig at Lafayette, and then you told me that you were the promoter. <laughs> That's the funny part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's fantastic. I mean, look, um, don't worry, Fred. Um, there's there are people within the synthwave community. I think there are a few, a handful, who haven't equated Ollie Wright to synthwave. Um, and I say this with bated breath, but. Um, FM84 um, are also one of those true darlings of the synthwave community. And of course, um, their album Atlas, um, released in 2016, most of the songs on there features Ollie Ride as the, as the lead vocalist. And indeed, he, he wrote a lot of the songs on there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that with Ollie's latest live streams, um, it's been absolutely fantastic for him. Um, Um, I think a lot of people also now know that he, he, he co-wrote Running in the Night, which is our next song up. Mm -hmm. um, it's a quintessential vocal synthwave track that I think, you know, um, you know my wife enjoys, um, not that she's into too much synthwave. Um, you know, and, and of course, Ollie's the, the consummate performer um, and a, a true musician within the scene. Um, he's written songs for a lot of um, different people, um, Um, and uh, yeah, the song is rem romance, it's good, bad, all the layers that exist in between heartache, heartbreak, desire, redemption, you know, Night Rider riffs, neo-retro pop sensibilities, um, and an iconic 80s-inspired electronica retro wave power ballad. I think um, Running in the Night is, 
I think your, your, your listeners are going to enjoy this one. It's an amazing song that we uh, playlisted on the radio, actually. Uh, did you know that? It's, it's on the A playlist on CMF Radio, Running in well, the Night. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So we'll, we'll listen uh, again to this song uh, in your program, Holly Wright, Running in the Night. Running in the night, and let's be accurate, this is a song by FM84 featuring Holly Wright, uh, Stuart. I'm right? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. 
And uh, regarding Orly Ride, so the, the concert that uh, was meant to take place in April is currently uh, postponed to August 29 uh, at Lafayette in London. And there is a concert also on the 27th of August in Glasgow. And the one in, uh, in London uh, is featuring uh, Nina as support act. So you have Correct. all the information and obviously you can find that on uh, the Outland uh, Facebook page and, and also uh, the Outland uh, website. What is the URL of your website, uh, Stuart? Uh, it's weloveoutland.com. Weloveoutland.com. Indeed, we love Outland and we love you, Stuart. <laughs> so, oh, thanks, I love you too, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so much, so much love in, in 25 seconds. Uh, so the next artist is The Midnight uh, featuring Nikki Flores. So now we'll, we'll, be, we'll be right with, uh, with the title and, uh, and the identity of the artist. Yeah, correct. I mean, this is a, just another gateway um, artist and song that wouldn't be complete um, if we didn't have uh, The Midnight here. I mean, they're an act that are, are still on the road writing and performing. And they're really putting synthwave um, on the mainstream map. You know, they're filling out rooms uh, yeah, over, I think, over 2,000 now. London, they, they filled out, um, they filled out an 800 capacity room uh, twice in two nights. Um, and they, they're really, they're, they're loved by a lot of people even outside the synthwave community. Again, um, you know, I was, when they were here in London, I was handing out Outland events uh, flyers. To the um, to the people waiting in the line to go see the midnight, and I said, "Hey man, do you know Synthwave? Come to the Outland show in how many weeks' time?" And people were like, "Huh? What's Synthwave?" <laughs> um, so and so yeah, so they're they're really crossing the boundaries. Um, this is a band that is um, what's fronted by Atlanta-based singer-songwriter Tyler Lyle, um, and also LA-based Danish-born producer, songwriter, and singer Tim McEwen, um, who's based in America. I think the band was formed as a result of Thailand to meeting during a co-writing workshop in 2012 in North Hollywood. But um, it's this track which really um, has a real hot note for me, um, released in 2016 and sung by the, yes, as you said it, the amazing Nikki Flores, who is an American independent pop singer, uh, musician, songwriter, and record producer in her own right. I mean, they really pull off a great show. Um, and I think they also, you know, I think they popularized the use of the saxophone in the genre, which has become quite omnipotent. Okay, let's listen to uh, The Midnight featuring Nikki Flores with her song Jason.
Midnight featuring Nikki Flores with the song Jason and as you said uh, Stuart very nice use of the saxophone in this song very relaxing I would say feel good music that's what we can say about synthwave also it's um it's exceptionally feel good music and that's um that notion actually transcends in the most amazing way possible at live synthwave events i mean we've had compliments from venue managers from the artists themselves um it's such a lovely um kind of a communal spirit a collaborative spirit and then obviously with the fans that are coming to watch um they're really positive it's a really happy vibe I mean, we're not talking, we're not saying that everybody's uh, drinking Kool-Aid and things like that. Um, but we're saying it's a happy vibe, it's a collaborative vibe. People love the music, they do like a little bit of a drink. It's a, as far as I know, it's a non-druggy kind of scene. It's not like the old rave scene back in the day and, and much other electronic music scenes, you know. So it's a really positive scene. Um, yeah, I can confirm. It's a very nice crowd. They also respected my gear when we were in a small venue. We had no technical issue, no, you know, yeah. no, no beer on the on the mixer and uh, and stuff like that. So it was it was a very nice evening uh, in Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. And it brings um, us to Dana Jean Phoenix, uh, whom we live streamed uh, from uh, from Shoreditch uh, one year ago. Yeah, you know, we've um, we've worked with Dana um, from a, a, a promoter capacity, promoter artist capacity for um, a year or two before that, when she first came out to London. Um, she, again, um, this is, I think, one of the most amazing performers on the scene. She's a multi-instrumentalist um, on the keys. Um, um, she sings um, and she dances. And she comes from a theatre background. Um, she works within the theatre as well. Um, in the theatre scene in Toronto, in Canada. Um, she's just a real pocket rocket, this one. You know, she's got an amazing stage presence, really gets people um, dancing. And so, you know, it was, I guess, a, um, a normal thing to do is was to try and release an album of her. She generally releases um, independently. Um, but um, we came together and we said, well, let's release a new album. And, and that was the, the Mega Wave album, which was released a few months ago. Mm -hmm. 
And we also have one song on the playlist, uh, I think, from uh, Danajin Phoenix from this album uh, of Outland Recordings. Yes, she um, she actually produced this with uh, Power Nerd, um, who is based in Vienna. He's also a, a quite a prolific synthwave artist. Um, but you know, you can hear her all through. I think Megaway is a fantastic track. But unfortunately, it is not a gateway synthwave track. And and I guess that you know, it's all of this is subjective. These are my gateway tracks. Um, you'll find some people within the synthwave community and some very top level people will say, well, these aren't my gateway tracks, mm -hmm. um, but they are mine. And, you know, I think um, one track which really stands out for me um, was also released in 2016. So we, again, we, we, we're looking at 2015, 2016, when things really started to happen here within the scene um, is Le Mirage. Uh, mm -hmm. And this was produced by Dana Jean Phoenix and Northern Lights. Um, and it's just an absolute amazing track, this one. So let's listen to Le Mirage. I will say it with my French-Belgian accent, Le Mirage, yes. <laughs> by Dana Jean Phoenix. And we'll be back in a moment uh, for uh, the last track, I think, for, uh, for today, for this show, with uh, Stuart McLaren of Outland Recordings.
Another Great Song, Le Mirage by Dana Jean Phoenix, who is from Toronto. And I wanted to uh, speak with you, uh, Stuart, about the experience you had promoting a show in Toronto. Yeah, well, you know, what we do, what we try to do year in year is um, these city series festivals um, that contain a movie um, that has the live visuals uh, and then obviously contains the live synthwave music. And we'd done London in 2017, we did Glasgow in 2018, and we did Glasgow to kind of test our metal to take this thing abroad. And Toronto seemed like a viable choice because um, of the whole Canada connection to the Drive movie with um, um, Electric Youth and, um, you know, Ryan Gosling's from Canada. <laughs> and then obviously Dana, mm. uh, who we'd worked with before. So we did the show. We flew out Time Cop 1983 from the Netherlands. Uh, we got Kallax out from UK. Um, FM Attack came out from uh, Vancouver. And we did the show um, in Toronto. It was extremely hot. I remember that. I think that was the only negative thing. It was like 36 degrees. Um People were close to fainting. It was crazy. But it was an absolutely great show. We made about 700 people through the door. Um, yeah, amazing and numbers. Certainly one, of, cert, certainly one of my fondest memories um, doing an Outland show. We, we were due to do a City Series show this year again as well, um, potentially stateside on the West Coast, but um, we're probably going to look at next year for that. Yeah, that, that will be for 2021. And this is sadly yeah. almost the end of the show. The first show, your first full-on radio show. <laughs> How was it? It wasn't too painful? I, I, no, I've enjoyed myself. It's been great. You know, when you're listening to synthwave music, everybody's happy. So, yeah, ch chilling yeah, in the yeah. sun. Uh, I can see the sun through my window. So, um, yeah, it's perfect. The perfect music for a perfect day, I would say. Yeah, well, it, again, this leads us perfectly into the subject of the, of the next song. And this next song is called Summer Love. Summer, um, yeah. This is not it, summer it, yet. It's it's spring, but uh, we can imagine a, a warm it, summer. <laughs> it's been, yeah. It's, we've we've had an early summer, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. Th this track was released in 2014. Um, this guy um, is a bit of an enigma in the synthwave scene, and he's been releasing um, music since I think uh, what are we looking at? Yeah, 2014. Um, and this track is off his second album, which is called. Trevor Something Does Not Exist, and <laughs> this music is by Trevor Something. Um, I'm not sure what happened to his surname, but he's, he's Trevor Something. Um, yeah, a, a track from end to end. Um, it's fitting for this beautiful summer day, of course, that we're having here in London. Yes. But he's, yeah, he's, some, he's somewhat of an elusive character, very prolific, very talented. Um, But um, nobody has really seen him. In fact, I have. Um, I did a, a Google Hangout with him because we tried to get him out here. So I think I was uh, one of the very few people that, have, that has actually seen his face. He's, a, he's actually a very good-looking guy. I'm not sure why, yeah. why he hides away behind, behind the, the, the moniker. But um, You might be thinks, Trevor something. It might be you, actually, but you're hiding it, it, it could, from us. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> it could be me. Um, no, it's not. He's, a, he's American. Um, you know... Um, He likes to tease with every new album. He goes from true synthwave pop, as in this song, which I like, um, and then he goes to like this deep, dark electro trip hop that he kind of tests his fans with, but ultimately his fans are diehards. You know, they love him. And, um, and I think it's potentially um, one of the most feel-good songs in the genre, and I don't think a song has actually ever chanced it. So that's the perfect conclusion for today. Thank you so much, uh, Stuart, for, for your time. This was a great show. We'll be back together within two weeks because this is a bi-weekly show on CMF Radio, branded the Outland Radio Show because you are uh, the co-founder of Outland uh, Events, uh, Synthwave Events, and uh, the head of uh, the Outland uh, recording, Recordings uh, label. Uh, sorry. So people can find you uh, on your website at... We love Outland.com or um, using our social media handles at Outland Synth. And thanks very much, Fred. Um, and to all your listeners out there, really hope you enjoy the show. We did. We did. So the last song for today is Summer Love by Trevor Something.
This is CMF Radio, live from London. You are now in the mix. 